Hey everybody, welcome back to Discover Spring Ford. I'm standing at the entrance of the Riverfront and Royers Ford, home to the Lewis Group. Today, I'll be sitting down with President and CEO Rick Lewis to discuss the history of this location and how the Lewis Group is helping to facilitate the future right here in the Spring Ford area. I'm Jeff Desiato, a professional actor, part-time realtor, and transplant to the Spring Ford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Spring Ford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. Rick, thanks for allowing me to come in today. Appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Well, like we do on every episode, I like to hear the personal story behind uh, the business, so I'll let you give the audience a little bit of a backstory on who Richard Lewis is, and uh, and we'll take it from there. Great. Well, again, thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, I'm a local guy. Grew up uh, in the Springford area. Went to Springford High School. Graduated in 89. So we've got our 30-year reunion wow. coming up, hard to believe. <laughs> uh, I saw that on Facebook the other day. But, um, you know, our family's had some businesses in the region for, for a number of years. This is actually my 30th year uh, in, the, in the business. Oh, so wow. I've been around, again, for a while. And, um, you know, stayed local, went to school at night uh, at Ursinus to, uh, oh, only wow, for yeah. a little while and, and kind of got back into the, the work scene. And, um, you know, just uh, I guess about nine, ten years ago, we settled on this property here in, in Roarsford and, um, you know, began really redeveloping what we have here. And uh, we, we love calling this place home. It's been a great location for our business. That's great. Uh, tell me a little bit about... So was it, was it a family business already established? It was. You, Our family yeah. had a number of businesses growing up, and and um, being in the environmental you know contracting business, my dad uh, had had a family business that in in the late eighties, early nineties, we decided to take public. Oh wow! So it became a publicly traded company, offices all over the country, wow. and. Um, there's good and bad to that. Yeah, My sure, dad yeah. was definitely the leader of, of the organization, and when he took a step back, he actually moved to the moved to the Cayman Islands. So life <laughs> was pretty good yeah. for him. And uh, but you know, we we found that the culture piece was missing, and that was a big part of our company. So. Yeah. So, you know, kind of fast forward, he came back into the organization in the, in the early 90s, well, mid-90s, and we actually took the company private again wow. and, and started over with, uh, with our name on the door in 96. So family business, we've always had our, our fingers in a number of different enterprises, but the environmental contracting piece has always been the primary, the primary concern for the, for, the, for the family. So Okay. And now for those lay people like myself... Can you give us a brief definition of environmental? Sure. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, yeah. I mean, what, what people see on TV, it's the you know the Alaska Valdez spill, it's oh, yeah. the uh, you know it's the BP oil spill, it's the big stuff that we we've, we've been involved with both over the years. But on an everyday basis, it's the chemical factory fire or the oh, overturned wow, okay. tractor trailer on the highway. Uh, we've been involved with the bird flu epidemic out in the Midwest, really? uh, large tire fires, and even today we're we're down in the um, down in the South preparing for responses for Dorian Hurricane Dorian. So we do a lot of um, emergency response work related to natural disasters and that wow. sort of thing. But we also find ourselves inside of uh, oil terminals and chemical <laughs> facilities and pharmaceutical uh, factories every day. 
doing a lot of decon work and clean, uh, what they call clean room work. Okay. Um, so handling hazardous waste and, and a lot of industrial cleaning right. that needs to take place on a daily basis. And uh, so the emergency response work gets a lot of the attention in the news, but yeah. uh, every day we're out there solving some kind of problem uh, from one of our one of our seven locations here on the East Coast. Yeah, that's very interesting that you, to say that because I feel like it's one of those things where we take the average person takes that aspect of it for granted the, the inconvenience of those events we think about that but we don't think about the person who actually has to like fix it and get it back to the way it was yeah, before that, that's, so that's, uh, really, that's certainly especially it. with like the oil spills and things like that you know we don't we, we focus so much on what caused it, all that kind of stuff, but like the work has to be done to fix it. It, it does, you know? and that's where really it gets to the, the heart of our organization, which is our people. They're on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, wow. and, and oftentimes they're going out of town for, for uh, what can be weeks and months at a time. And uh, that's one heck of a commitment. Yeah, and and sure. we've got some contracts that will take us into the Gulf of Mexico offshore and other contracts that are, you know, just up the road. But, uh, you know, these folks are, you know, highly talented and highly committed. And But it is, it's, you know, what you see on, on TV or you hear on KYW News yeah. Radio, uh, someone else is mad they're in traffic. But our folks are out there doing the hard work, yeah. you know, 24 hours a day. Yeah, that's incredible. And it's really cool to hear the reach that a company that's based in Ford has. Uh, I, I know I sat down uh, with Sweet Aloha Bowls, and they're bringing in um, fruits and things from other countries into Royersford, but to have the export aspect of um, of what Lewis is doing, you're sending you know the best and brightest from this area and, and reaching and, and you know if they people get your information and they say Royers Ford PA on it or whatever, they're probably like, where yeah, is I think, that? I think I've heard Royersburg yeah. a few times. Yeah, right. people are like, where the heck is that? But yeah, right. Now we're, we're thrilled again that this is home and. You know, it's only in the last seven, eight years that we really started reaching out on a national level, and yeah. um, you know, it's it's been great. We we have a, a high quality product, and in our industry, safety is everything, as yeah. you might expect. And you know, by doing things the right way and uh, having the people we have, it's allowed us to to grow somewhat substantially over since uh, again family business. Uh, I uh, managed to buy the company out from my father in, right. in two thousand and. And ten, and then we've 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 gone on a little bit of a growth spurt since yeah. that time. So it's been fun. That's good. Uh, so tell me a little bit about. I know that the Lewis Group has a variety of different dealings. Um, you mentioned the environmental aspect as like the, the core or, or the foundation of what it, what it all began. So um, why don't you take this opportunity just to tell people a little bit about the various things? I know you're very involved in the um, the ongoing efforts to revitalize, which I really appreciate. Um, uh, the Royers Ford area, Spring City area, and everything. So I'll let you kind of tell sure. people a little bit about yeah. this. No, no, uh, no shortage of irons yeah. in the fire. Uh, so my wife tells me, it reminds me every day. But, uh, you know, we, we have Lewis Environmental, which is certainly the core uh, organization here and has been since 96. And it's always been my dream to have, you know, uh, a portfolio of companies that are uh, based in similar culture and, and how we approach what we do in terms of safety and quality, integrity, and accountability. There yeah. are four core values. But, you know, just like your investment portfolio, we, we, you know, there's ebbs and flows to, sure. our, to our business. And so there's been opportunity over the years to get involved with, with other things, real estate being one where um, there's a term called brownfields, which, are, which is a term for these old underutilized uh, uh, you know, industrial properties that once were factories and, right. and, and manufacturing facilities that had some sort of legacy environmental issue. And we've managed to, over the years, acquire a few of those sites and, and clean them up okay. and either flip them and, yeah. and allow another developer to come in. Or in the case here in Roarsford, we now have a little over of a mile of the riverfront that we're yeah. working on redeveloping. And then we have a property services group, which... Um, 
which, which has been a great addition to the firm over the last year and a half and uh, now employs, I think, 50 people between here and Florida. And we had some customers that, that wanted us to do non-environmental yeah. work. And some of it, I'm thinking, geez, I never thought of that. Yeah. It's just been it's been a great <clears throat> it's been a great you know opportunity for us to really expand our horizons, look at some new opportunities, bring in some great people, and uh, so overall, you know, we really find ourselves in an environmental space, uh, property management space, and then uh, what we call Lewis Development, which is taking advantage of these brownfields opportunities, going in buying depressed properties. Uh, either cleaning them up for someone else to to restore uh, or reuse, or, right. or or in this case here, we're we're doing that ourselves. Going to do some redevelopment here in the in the in the borough. Yeah, it seems really interesting to see. You know, I, I I don't know if it's intentional or not, but the connection between the work that you do in the environmental side and also, um, you know, revitalizing um, rehabbing these neglected properties or properties like you said that had legacy environmental issue. There's a there's a synergy, a natural synergy in that. Was that part of the conscious effort? Was that you wanted to kind of? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they all complement yeah. one another. I mean, we always say, well, geez, we know we know a company that can clean them up. And yeah, right. <laughs> we know a company that can manage the manage the property. Right. So it really does work hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so that's it's a little by design, maybe yeah. a little by luck, I right. suppose, <laughs> as all businesses uh, need to have a little bit of luck. But you know, we're continuing to look at other complementary. Know, opportunities in, in the industry, and that's really what my role has become over the years: is to kind of stay out of the way and let everybody do their job, and, and look for other opportunities for the organization to expand. That's great. So, um, I know you, you guys. You said in 2010, is that when you got this this location? Or we, yeah, we. I mean, I I bought this property yeah. from from uh, from our family in, okay. in 2010, and uh, gosh, I said 10 years earlier, and I forget how fast time does I know. fly. But <laughs> I guess we've been here since uh, a little longer than that. My father acquired acquired the real estate, and uh, we all thought he was a little little crazy at the time because <laughs> uh, there was a chop shop in this building. Uh, and I think uh, there, w- there was one tenant that, it- that was here, one or two tenants that were here, and successful businesses, but the place was pretty run down. Right. And-, and even the-, the room that we're meeting in, uh, there was no, uh, no windows, no electric, no right. plumbing, uh, no roof really to speak of. And, and uh, so really his- what-, what, he- what he started, his vision he started, we've just kind of tried to take that to the next level. Right. And, um, but uh, <clears throat> This was the old stove works building, This was part, right? yeah, in fact... Um, this was part of the, the, the Buckwalter Stove Works. Right. Yeah, so a very historic building. Dates back to the mid mid to late 1800s. We yeah. can't quite put our finger yeah. on the date. But, you know, super cool old beams, exposed brick in most of the building. And, you know, it's very hot in the summer, yeah, very I'm cold sure. in the winter. But it's uh, it's got some real... Um, you know, real character. Yeah. Now, as far as all the square footage here, is it all now being uh, utilized? Or is there still it additional... It is, yeah. Square? No, really? we, we are. We're, we're filled to the brim. Wow. And uh, we've got a couple buildings here... Uh, about 130,000 square foot, and we've got a number of, you know, we, we use it. Some, some of our companies use the space, and then we have uh, about a dozen tenants that are, that are oh, in wow. here, high-quality companies, all growing. Yeah. Um, they love it here, but but they also know that you know, we've got some redevelopment plans that we're really going to try to do some some exciting things along the along the riverfront, but yeah. it's been a it's been a cool journey to to watch these other companies come in here and and really enjoy using the space and with everything else that's going on in town, it's been uh, it's been great to <clears throat> to be able to uh, have them experience the redevelopment of the overall borough. It's yeah, fun. for sure. I know that um, one of the things that you've been doing uh, with Lewis Group, obviously, we talked about the revitalization and rehabbing of of the building, um, but you started. Uh, to create the space, the stoveworks, kind of a, a way of 
paying homage to the past, um, but also creating this space for people to utilize. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, yeah, and, and you know, people always ask us the questions about the stoves that we have all over the building, and then um, and and also, hey, do you have any space that we could use to you know hold a meeting here or there? Right. So we had some available space on the fourth floor, and uh, came up with, came up with the concept of the Stoveworks Roarsford, which is really a uh, a, a co-working or meeting uh, and event space. And, and we've got uh, room for about 120 people up here, four different rooms and, um, you know, catering facilities, that sort of thing. And it's really, it, it's been, it's been uh, pleasantly surprising to see the, the, the variety and the number of folks that are inquiring about the space from right. strategic planning space to doing reviews with your employees. Uh, we've hosted a number of, um, well, the RBA, Roars for yeah. Business Association, has been out here a number of times. Uh, chambers of Commerce, that and uh, so it's been it's been great. It's been a yeah. g- great way to get people to the to the borough, and uh, so the, the space has is, is been uh, has been awesome. Again, it's got one primary meeting room which will hold about seventy people in the one room, so seated, and yeah. uh, it's it's really great. Everybody's got you know the the seventy eighty inch TVs with some <laughs> pretty neat technology, what we call click share. So it's an easy way to to get what's on your computer up onto the screen. So if you're presenting to your staff. And uh, again, it's just another project from Lewis Development, another way to complement the other businesses and tenants that we have in the building. And now we're finding other companies in the region that want to come in and use the space. Yeah, that's great. We'll make sure we get a shot of the room just so people can get a visual. And we'll also include uh, below the video not only the information about Lewis Group, but all of the, the various uh, ways that people can Great. access that space. That. You know, Because I'm sure there's probably a different channel they got to go through there to is. get through. There is. It's pretty, yeah, so pretty easy online uh, yeah. application. And so, yeah. Yeah, so we'll make that. sure between that and the trestle bridge and all the things that uh, we'll make sure that there is no shortage of, of ways for people to get in touch with you guys Great. about utilizing all that you're offering. Because uh, I think that's been really good to see. Uh, and the, the room itself, it just came out really well with the exposed brick and the, the beams and everything. It's just a beautiful yeah, space. Yeah, it's, it's so, a great room to host an event for sure. Yeah. For anybody who might have, this may be the first time you're tuning in to Discover Springford. We actually talked about this building a little bit in uh, season one where we met with William Bruner of the Historical sure, Society. Yeah, yeah, so if you wanted to go back and watch, it's uh, episodes 20, 21, and 22. We did a three-part episode talking about the history of Spring City Roarsford and Buck Walter Stoveworks. We actually got to see some of the actual stoves from the Stoveworks. Bill's been a great resource and the Springford Historical Society. In fact, the, the stoves that we have in the building are from... Yeah. Uh, from the historical historical society, ultimately we purchased them, but but Bill and, and the whole staff up there, they've been great. Yeah, it's been awesome, and it's really cool for you know for me, someone like me who is still relatively new to the area, um, to now feel like I have a really good grasp on the history of the community. Um, it's been awesome, and to see a variety of people really start to focus on keeping everything here and working on building. Uh, or, or revitalizing what's already here, the character and stuff, and enhancing it, it's really encouraging to see. And I appreciate that you're, yeah, you guys yeah. are spearheading I mean, well, a lot of you know, A lot of these buildings used to be kind of forgotten about, and right. it's, it's, it would have been a lot cheaper probably to bulldoze this place. <laughs> but, um, but again, it's been, it's been a fun project, right. and, and uh, it's, it's fun to see people looking at the river, looking to the river as a resource again. And yeah. I think Roarsford's just primed uh, for, for having some explosive growth because, you know, Phoenixville's great, Pottstown's great, but what we have is the river. And a, right. lot, a lot of those towns right don't have yeah. the river uh, right in their backyard. So it's um, exciting times ahead. Yeah, for sure. So tell me a little bit about the, the mile of property that you guys have and, and 
if you're comfortable sharing as much as uh, as much as you're comfortable sharing. Sure, uh, yeah. Some of the plans there, and then uh, I know you're also involved in the Save the Trestle Committee. Uh, if you wanted to share a little sure. bit about that. Sure, yeah. And, I mean, overall, the property, it's taken us a number of years to, to put the pieces together. But, um, you know, starting really almost near Main Street at, at Foundry Park and, and our way back, we've got an open lot toward Main Street that um, I, I can't quite share the plans. That's I saw fine. them last week. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, we don't have any kind of approval. But what right. we're planning on is a mixed-use development. Uh, it's got some some residential components to it. I think the, one of the cooler um, aspects is we're, we're definitely planning for some riverfront restaurants oh, awesome. so that really take advantage of the, of the views and really bring the river into the, yeah. into, the, into the restaurant with some open seating and, and in terms of open air seating and that sort of thing. And um, bike trails along the waterfront that the borough is also working on. And there's going to be a retail element as well. So I think yeah. it's going to be a, a great, again, a walkable community, one that will complement what's going on on Main Street. We really don't want to take away from right. what's going on on Main Street because it's very exciting. Yeah. But we certainly want to be part of the, the overall you know, excitement in town. For sure. Uh, the, the Trestle Project is, is uh, it's certainly a labor of love. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, this old 1919 uh, railroad trestle, uh, when, we, when we, we, we really started looking at it as a resource and had some structural tests done on the bridge and realized this can really be a destination for this region. Yeah. And uh, started a steering committee. Uh, we've got uh, just a, a wonderful support system in place from what's interesting to me the most is it's from Montgomery County. County, Chester County, uh, we've got multiple yeah. uh, uh, municipalities involved, uh, we've got uh, county officials from both sides involved, Parks and Rec, and um, I haven't found anyone who says it's a bad idea yeah. yet, so that's a good thing, I've been looking for that, because <laughs> this is an expensive enterprise, right. but uh, the Borough of Royceford has been awesome, I mean, they, they definitely embrace the project, and right. um, council's been, been great, and, and their support of pursuing a grant uh, which is actually the latest news. We're pursuing a grant to, to at least get the get the trestle opened. I mean, it would connect right into the Schuylkill River yeah. Trail on the other side, and um, you know it's almost 1,200 feet long. Passes through a, a uh, an island, so just to go <laughs> wow. across the trestle is going to be something you'd wake up on a Saturday and want to want to drag your kid down yeah. and, <laughs> and go across the bridge. So, you know, it's not a deal breaker for sure. our plans, but. Right. But I do think it's 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 something that can again differentiate Royersford yeah. and Spring City and East Vincent from the rest of the competing boroughs and towns or yeah. complementary boroughs and towns, yeah. I guess I should say. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, definitely a project that we want to see through, and whether it takes a little longer than we hope or not, we'll, we'll, we'll think it's time will tell. But right. uh, we, we are definitely is save the trestle dot com is the yeah. uh, the website. We've got a good Facebook presence there, and um, even yesterday we received another donation from a young man in town so we awesome. you know th- those funds are used to pay for feasibility studies and just to really be able to demonstrate to the the powers that be in Harrisburg that there is great community support for this project yeah. and uh, we managed to raise fifty thousand dollars locally which is which wow. is pretty awesome yeah and uh, so we're, we're super excited and hopefully we'll get some good news on that early 2020 that's amazing yeah it would be cool to uh, you know down the road we have no idea what's gonna happen but to revisit a little bit of this stuff as oh, we yeah. start to see the project uh, the undertaking of the of the actual. I hope I don't have to pay for good. it myself, but right. if, if we have to, we'll figure out a way to get we'll this figure thing it out. Done, we'll so. do, maybe anything that we can do too to spread the word, we're we're definitely willing to do it because, yeah, that's something I just I really value about um, these twin boroughs and then the Greater Springford area. Just 
the, the pride of the community um, to see the community restored to its former glory and, and the people yeah. that are willing to really put their money where their mouth is in that regard is, is uh, it cannot be overstated. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. You know, we, we do a lot of work in our business on the waterway. Yeah. And uh, when the Hill School reached out to us a few years back and they were looking to relocate their their crew program and they said, hey, can you help us take a look at the Schuylkill and where should we go and give us some ideas? And, you know, we surveyed the river for them or with them and you know, one of the sites we recommended was here in Roarsford, yeah. and it was at Arch Street, and there was no dock, and everybody thought we were a little crazy. But, yeah. but again, the borough, um, uh, tremendously forward-thinking borough, uh, and, and they really embraced the opportunity. The Hill embraced the opportunity, and we were involved with you know, helping to get that, get that dock uh, yeah, placed here. And it's just it's really cool and somewhat surreal when you leave here at night and you look downriver and you know there's 10 or 12 skulls out there rowing up and down the river yeah. and, and you realize it's just the tip of the iceberg of what can be um, and it's, uh, it's it's just super cool to see the town come back to life that's great well Rick thank you so much for, for all your efforts and for keeping it local uh, with uh, Lewis Group obviously I'm sure there's there's other there's other things on the horizon for you guys, and I, I hope that it just continues to flourish the well, way thanks. it has. Well, thanks. I appreciate yeah, it. No problem. Uh, before we wrap up, anything else that you uh, feel like we didn't hit or cover uh, or anything you'd like to tell people about that the, they can be looking forward to other than the, the stuff you've already mentioned? Yeah, I would say, you know, certainly in the next, uh, in the upcoming weeks and months, we're going to be announcing our project here, the redevelopment, uh, okay. and that's going to be... That's going to be a, a pretty exciting time yeah, for this for, sure. for this uh, for the region. I don't want to say just the borough. I think we think it's a game changer. Um, this is not a, a, a you know a density project. This is a project that we really want to be a destination worthy yeah. project, and one that's going to benefit Spring City, Royersford, and and it's going to be somewhere you're going to want to bring your wife and your kids yeah, out on sure. a Friday night and grab a burger and and uh, so we're, we're really excited about that and. Uh, again, we're thrilled. Thrilled. This is home. It's our corporate headquarters, and you know, as we as we continue to grow, which we we grew by almost thirty percent this year as an wow. organization, um, you know, we're looking to continue to add good quality jobs here, uh, as well as up and down the East Coast. But now we're thrilled we're here. So thanks for thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you yeah. so much. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Discover Springford. I want to thank you for watching, and I also want to thank Rick for giving me some of his time today. As you heard, the Lewis Group has many irons in the fire, and I'm not just saying that because they work out of the former Buckwalter Stove Works. If you'd like to know more about their ongoing efforts to revitalize the Royers Ford area and the Springford area as a whole, then you can visit the links included below this video. Thanks again for watching. Come back next time to discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore.